Welcome to Jedi Dropouts. I'm your spooky co-host, Ryan Taylor. And I'm scary-looking James Moss. <laughs> We're back with another horror episode. Horror, not horror. Yeah. Uh, Important distinction. Maybe both. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, we've uh, this is gonna be another uh, later release in the week. Uh, we're we're still keeping the episodes weekly. It's just not the same day of the week every week, you know. Eh, consistency's overrated. Exactly. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, I've got work later. I don't think I'm gonna get a chance to mix this before the day's out. So we're probably gonna see this. Oh wait, today's not Wednesday. Today's Tuesday, isn't it? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. All day. Okay, so maybe you will see it on a Wednesday. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this week, we I mean, we've been doing a lot of uh, rankings, a lot of classic horror stuff, but we're going to keep it a little lighter this week, cover um, some of the more fun side of October, Halloween, and that. keep keeping with the same theme, but we're going to do some fun stuff here this week. Hells yeah. Uh, so... The the episode uh, this week consists of our favorite Halloween candy and costume, of course. Uh, yep. Something we mentioned uh, last week, the worst horror villain. And to go along with that, the worst horror movie. And we're going to talk about Goosebumps and, say, and talk about our favorite episodes of that show. Uh, but first... We're going to get into a little request we had uh, after we released our first horror episode last week. Uh, yep. Mitchell Clark wants us to talk about horror video games, which is something I never even thought about when planning these episodes. Yes, sir. So, uh, James, what would you say is your favorite or the greatest horror video game? Okay. Um... It's been a long time since I played any of the Silent Hill series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't played the new Friday 13th game yet. I want to, so um, bad. I very much want to, but I haven't had the chance yet. Me either. But one series I, well, I've watched a lot and played a lot is Resident Evil. Uh-huh, yes. Now... I have terrible motor skills, <laughs> and I could never master the controls of the older games, like Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, yeah, with Code the, Veronica, Nemesis. With the set so, camera angle? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could never get the hang of those, Yeah. but I love to watch them. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. watched speedruns, I've watched playthroughs. Even as a kid, I used to watch uh, my godmother's son play uh, Nemesis. Okay, yeah. So I really enjoyed watching those. So it wasn't until Resident Evil 4 when they changed the controls and everything like that that I started playing a lot of the games myself. And although Resident Evil 5 is the one I've played the most, I've... I don't know. See, I don't know if I want to give it to 4 or 5, but it's definitely one of those two Resident Evils because I've played the shit out of both of them. Yeah. 4 was great, but I've played 5 the most. 4 scared me more. Well, that's that's the key. <laughs> yeah, 4 had me more on edge at certain points. But 5, I have hands down played more than any other horror game. So you would probably say... Maybe that five you enjoyed more as a video game, and four you enjoyed more as a horror game, perhaps. I think that's a good summation. Yeah. Cool. I haven't seen much of five at all. I never, I never did. Four. I mean, I, I tried to play when I was younger, but I was too shitty to get anywhere. But I did watch a lot of it. Yeah. Um. They re-released them recently. Four, five, and six. Now six is dog shit. Six is straight up dog shit. Um, Resident Evil, is it seven Biohazard, where the gameplay is 
very different yet again. I haven't played that one yet, and I haven't watched any videos of people playing it because I don't want anything spoiled. Fair enough. Well, I've heard it is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it looks it. These are definitely two of my games that I want to play in the upcoming, well, in the near future. Nice. Uh, speaking, speaking of... Uh... Oh, Jesus, there's a bit of a feedback coming off the speaker there. Okay, uh, speaking of horror-related video games, now, uh, this is fairly new, uh, and I'm a bit, by fairly new, I mean within weeks, and I'm not far into it, but uh, Netflix released a Stranger Things uh, free mobile game. And, uh, really? Yeah, it, and it's it's done in, like, a Super Nintendo-style uh, graphics with like it's top down almost in the way of like old Pokemon uh, Link to the Past style nice and it's fucking awesome it, it is a full fledged game I'm a couple hours in I have two of the characters unlocked there's like ten characters you can unlock they all have different skill sets it's a dungeon crawler nice it's so cool I recommend it to everybody and uh, I'm gonna actually try and finish it Uh, anyway, the point of the question, uh, see, I'm not, I'm not, uh, that experienced with horror games. I'm not great with, uh, survival and stealth-based games, which is what a lot of them are. So, I'm gonna go more with, uh, shooters with, um, horror aspects. Uh, so I, I wanted to say Doom originally. Nice. Which and I, I can't really pick one. I would probably pick the original or the second because I played a lot of that growing up. But I think I'd have to give it to Bioshock because Bioshock is genuinely scary, but also a fucking fantastic game. Nice. I I don't know if you ever played any. I watched people play a bit of it, but never like you know full walkthrough. It I really like Bioshock because it like. It takes the the standard shooter genre and and makes it something else altogether because it's scary as shit. But there's there's a lot more to it. It's a very fucking cool game. Nice. Anyway, uh, so this month we're talking about horror, but the reasoning behind that and be, the reason we focus on horror so much in October, of course, is Halloween. So. Yay. As we like to do here, let's talk about food. Let's talk about yeah. the best Halloween candies. I'm interested to see what you said about this. There was, I ran it by my girlfriend last night, and her answer was way different than mine. Um, she said some kind of like crush-flavored fizzy lollipop thing. Okay, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. That's an interesting... For me, it was a toss-up between two very generic Halloween candy, but two that I always, like, when I dumped out my pillowcase at the end of the night, these were two that I would gravitate towards first. Yeah. And that are Rockets. Nice. And the Popeye's candy sticks. Oh, good. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Uh, man, the candy sticks. I used to always get the, like, branded ones, like the Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, I, I don't understand exactly, because they were kind of branded as, like, little cigarettes. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> for years, like, when I was a kid, I used to walk around with those pretending that they were cigarettes, and then as I got older, I would just, like pop the whole stick in my mouth and chew it up and swallow it without mm. pretending it was yeah. a cigarette, but <laughs> I still enjoyed, like, the taste of them and everything, uh, even yeah. though it was almost like eating a piece of chop. I know, I could go for one now. <laughs> right? Like, I can almost taste one right now. I can I can absolutely taste it. <laughs> uh, for me, there was no toss-up, there was no competition as soon as this category, like, this question came up, I was just, like, 
Candy corn. 100%. I fucking hate candy corn. Really? I, I know it's a very, like, like it's a, a love-hate sort of thing. A lot of people they hate candy corn. No, I cannot eat candy corn. Man. It turns my stomach. I could eat a fucking bucket of it. <laughs> I, I was eating it last night. My mom had some on the counter, so I grabbed a handful and... For for me, it's it's the one candy that comes around only around Halloween that I fucking love. Like there, there is other stuff, but like, I it pops up other times in the year. And ugh, candy corn, man, I fuck. <laughs> I maybe I shouldn't, but I fucking love it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you and I ever go trick or treating, I'll trade you all the candy corn I get. For all of your Popeyes candy sticks. That's fucking sick. Yeah, that's that's a deal, man. <laughs> Done. Okay, what about costumes? My favorite thing I dressed up as a kid. Yeah. Like, okay. Growing up in Newfoundland, Halloween is usually pretty fucking cold. Yep. So my costumes, ninety percent of the time, were just like me wearing like a winter's coat with like either a mask or my face painted yeah so it wasn't often i got to go out as something specific and then when i graduated high school and moved out on my own most of the time i was working on halloween yeah i hear you so i didn't get to partake in a lot of festivities um and of course, I was partying a lot, and I was stupid, and uh, like one year, I actually went to Sobeys and grocery shopped while wearing a TV box <laughs> with gift paper on it, and someone slapped a tag on it that says, two women from God. <laughs> wasn't even my idea, but someone was like, oh, this would be funny. I was like, all right. So then I went to Sobeys and went grocery shopping wearing it. I look back on that, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. I was also drunk at the time. Yeah. But, yeah. my favorite Halloween costume I ever had as a kid, or ever, was, there was one year where it wasn't too cold to go out dressed in exactly what I wanted. So yeah. I went as the mask from the Jim Carrey movie. Did you really? Yellow suit, yellow hat, green face paint. Oh, man. I, I was the man. Is there a picture of that somewhere? Mom has pictures in a photo album at her house. I need to see that sometime. Next time we're out here, i got to see that shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I fucking... Because there should be a picture with... Because before I left to go trick-or-treating, Mom always used to take pictures. Yep, so, in front of the house, as we're about to leave to go trick-or-treating, there should be pictures of me and my sister, maybe me and Andrew Elms, maybe me and Mitchell Clark. Oh, yeah. But I know there's one of me and my sister. Nice. I fucking... But, yeah, next time I'm out in Fort I'll <laughs> have to get Mom to dig that picture out so I can show you. Yeah, and if, if, if that picture's found, we'll... we'll uh get a copy of that and put it on the, the dropouts page. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just just like calling back to episode one, if I ever get my hands on that uh, that <laughs> thing I did for school where I claimed I wanted to be Michael Jordan when I grew up, I will fucking upload it if I ever find it. Also, I, I loved The Mask as a kid. I watched the shit out of that. I watched it too much. Oh, that movie was hilarious. Like, my childhood is was basically Disney movies and Jim Carrey. Yeah, I watched a lot of Jim Carrey as a kid. And I go through phases where I watch a lot of it now. Nice. I still have The Mask on DVD, actually. I got it out of a stereo box a couple years back. <laughs> uh, side tangent which Jim Carrey 90's comedy do you think holds up the best today um I recently watched 
East Ventura Peck Detective. Yep. And I was still in stitches at that. Yep. Um, East Ventura When Nature Calls is still really good too. Like there's certain scenes in that movie that I will laugh out loud every single time. Like when he's like crashing the Jeep through the jungle and he's getting ready to park it and Guy's like, I'm not sure if we'll fit there, Mr. Ventura. And he just looks at him and he's like, hold on, poopy pants. And he cuts the wheel and starts yeah. flipping the Jeep and lands perfectly in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I die every time. Just the way he says that, like, yeah. hold on, poopy pants. <laughs> when you said, when, you said uh, when nature calls, it's the first thing that popped in my head, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, uh, I I also if I'm picking one, I'm saying Dumb and Dumber holds up the best to me. I haven't watched Dumb and Dumber in a couple of years. Yeah, it's it holds up pretty fucking well, I gotta say. Nice. Uh, back to the topic. Uh, I I first wanted to say one of the ones from World's Kid. I had some pretty cool costumes. I I went as Darth Vader, uh, the White Power Ranger. Nice. <laughs> and all right, that's a pretty good one. And. Uh, I went as George Clooney era Batman. Um, oh my god! Oh yeah, but my the one I'm most proud of was from high school. Um, we had a Halloween dance at the high school. I uh, can't remember what grade, t- grade ten or eleven or something, and we I didn't have any plans to dress up, so uh, me and Shannon Strickland went to lunch that day out to Alma's and we were sitting and eating and we're like man too bad we weren't dressing up as anything well I mean we could so we brainstormed right then and there is there anything we can put together at the very last minute and somehow we landed on the Listerine and toothbrush from the Listerine commercials that were popular at that time nice <laughs> so I mean that was lunchtime. We got home. I can't remember what time you get home from high school. Like three o'clock or something. Yeah. Between three o'clock and eight, we threw together costumes, and I went as a bottle of Listerine. I took a cardboard box that fit over my upper torso. I covered it in a bright green garbage bag. I bought Bristol board. Uh, drew a Listerine label. Had black gym pants. A black long sleeve shirt. And I found a bucket that fit on my head and painted it black. And that was the cap. And I, it, I'm proud of how quickly we threw it together. I think Shan did like, um, he took old, uh, oh my god, like the old uh, styrofoam that you put on top of a mattress. You know what I'm talking about? And yep. he, he th- managed to get that bundled up around himself and then taped over. And I can't remember how he made the bristles. But we won. We won a best duo costume or some shit. I, I was pretty proud of that one. It was fucking funny. Anyway, I forgot about that till I was coming up with the answer for that one. Um, let's move right along. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna do a quicker episode today, just because I have work and you're not feeling the best. And no. Anyway. We talked about last week our greatest horror villains, but we didn't address some of the lesser villains. So today we're going to do what we think is the worst horror villain. What do you, you got? want to lead off with this one? Sure. You there? Yep. Yeah, you want to you want to go ahead with this one? I'll let you take the lead. Okay. I had no answers for this until today. Because as much as I could think of um, horror movies that weren't that great, like, cheesy kind of shitty horror movies have a special place in my heart. So I tried to think of the funniest one I could think of. And have you ever heard of the movie Neon Maniacs? No. Okay. Let me tell you about Neon Maniacs. 1986. Uh, I can't tell you exactly what the movie's about, other than the tagline is, There are 12 new reasons to be afraid of the dark, 
and every one of them is a killer. <laughs> so they've got like these big mutant guys in costumes that look all almost exactly the same, except each one has like their special theme. So the twelve neon maniacs, as it were, were Hangman, Doc, Biker, Juice, Samurai, Soldier, Slasher, Archer, Axe, Mohawk, Decapitator, and Ape, who is literally just like in a gorilla suit. And uh, the the movie is just about these <laughs> twelve just. I don't know, man. It's like I've <laughs> just watched the trailer. Everyone listening to this, stop what you're doing. Go watch the trailer for Neon Maniacs. It is one of the most enjoyable experiences you'll ever have in your life. Uh, remember in the birthday episode, I asked you what is the greatest video on YouTube. I think my answer yep. my answer is the trailer for this movie because it is fucking astounding. <laughs> they they introduce like. I had to go look up the IMDb to get all 12 because they say this exact quote in the trailer but then they only introduce by name about 8 of them. Okay. It's <laughs> it's it's just the fucking funniest. Anyway, that's the best answer I could come up with for worst horror villain. What do you got? I didn't think too hard on this one. I just went with the first one that popped in my head. Yeah. I was thinking about the major horror franchises. And started thinking about what ones like had other villains. And I landed on Seed of Chucky, Glenn slash Glenda. Okay. That movie as a whole was just cheese. Yeah. But, um, it's, how do I explain this? Have you seen the movie? Okay. Uh, me and Charlotte were talking about this just yesterday. We have both seen Child's Play multiple times, never seen anything else in the franchise. Is it worth digging okay. into? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Two and three are great. Bride of Chucky is pretty good. Yeah. Seed of Chucky is more funny than anything. Okay. It's cheesy, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Curse of Chucky, yeah, it's all right. And I just watched Cult of Chucky, and it seems to be pretty hit or miss whether people enjoy it. I enjoyed it, but, like, I... I don't know. I saw it as a straight-to-DVD sequel to the Child's Play series, so I didn't expect it to hold up as well as the originals. Well, no, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, when does anything straight-to-DVD ever have the same production quality and everything? Yeah, it's rare, man. But I enjoyed it. You just gotta... I don't know. You kind of got to have different expectations for it than you would for, say, like the original three movies. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. So in Seed of Chucky, Chucky gets Tiffany pregnant. And so two dolls conceive another doll. But this doll has a bit of gender identity issues because it's, you know, like Barbie and Ken downstairs. No genitals. Ah, yeah. And so... So what you're saying... Chucky... <laughs> so what? what you're saying is it's a romantic comedy. It's like a family drama. I guess. <laughs> and... So Chucky starts calling their offspring Glenn... Because he wants a son to follow in his footsteps. And Tiffany starts calling them Glenda. Because she wants, she's like, well, look at her. She's a beautiful girl. And so Tiffany's referring to her as Glenda. Chucky's referring to him as Glenn. 
and this causes confusion for Glenn slash Glenda and kind of flip-flops back and forth between the two. At some points, he's Glenn. At other points, she's Glenda. That's not my issue with it. My issue with it is just certain scenes in the movie and the fact that, like, they wet themselves a lot and the voice acting wasn't great and the way they kill certain people is just not up to snuff with the rest of the series. And there's this weird scene where they're wearing a wedding dress and lipstick and is look at me, daddy, I'm your beautiful baby boy type thing. And it's just really just cringy. Yeah. I mean, we've had the whole like Norman Bates thing where like he was obsessed with his mother and then people find him like dressed up as his mother pretending to be his mother. Yeah. And that was like a huge revelation. So, like, the whole Norman Bates thing, like, when Norman did it, it was original, it was interesting, like, yeah, and, like, Sleepaway Camp, where, like, the little girl at the end, you find out she's actually, like, got male genitalia. Oh. But, no, Glenn, Glenda is very cringy. And, like, I watch a lot of B-movies, and the turkey in Thanksgiving, like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cheesy, campy horror is funny to me. Like, I tend to have the outlook on horror movies that they're either going to be scary and freak me out, which will be good, or they'll be cheesy and make me laugh, which is good. Exactly. But this just kind of makes me cringe, and it's just like, this isn't funny, it's not scary, it just kind of makes me want to just scroll through Facebook while the movie's on. 100%. Yeah. And that is a perfect segue to the next question, worst horror Woo! movie. Because I'm going to... Worst horror film? Yeah. I'm going to start this off because that is my exact reasoning for picking this movie. It's not scary, it's not quality, it's not it's not bad enough to laugh at, so I picked Session 9. You ever see that? This is about like a counselor and a little girl? Mm, nope, Session 9 is, it's about a bunch of, fuck, it's been a while, um, it's about a bunch of workers in an old asylum, I think they're... So I'll be doing some sort of construction or like asbestos removal or some shit like that. Okay. Uh, it's got. I da think I know what movie you're talking it's about. It's got David Caruso in it. Uh, anyway, I w this one year, uh, we were trying to watch a bunch of horror movies we hadn't seen, stuff we might have missed, and I was looking through list upon list, and Session Nine was on all of these lists of like underrated horror movies or like genuinely creepy movies. So I was like, okay, well, we'll give it a shot. And it is just fucking unbearably boring. Like I I I've never watched it since. I'm never going to watch it again. The only thing that is great from this movie that uh, that came out of this and I quote this like, I kid you not, maybe every month or two, uh, there's this one scene where, of course, David Crusoe and somebody else are in an argument, and David Crusoe's at the bottom of a set of stairs, and he just, with this really awkward pause, just stops and looks at him and points a finger and goes, fuck you. <laughs> and it, 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 like, kind of, it's like, he it raises it like a question. And, yeah, I, I quote that all the time. It's funny as shit, but it's... I mean, it's it's a three-second clip you can watch on YouTube, and you can skip the rest of the movie. Because I'll take fucking Thanksgiving or... I mean, 
I was I, I was considering saying that uh, Ouija movie from a few years back that was a piece of shit in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, I'll take a bad movie I can laugh at laugh at over something I just get bored and don't remember. What do you got? For this, I said unfriended. What un unfriended? Unfriended. Man, I like that. I fucking hated it. Why? It was predictable and cheesy, and it wasn't scary, but it wasn't funny. It was just bad. Okay. I, I mean, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but I, I remember enjoying it. I remember I saw it in theaters, uh. and... I reacted so poorly to that movie in theaters that the girl I went with said that she was never going to see a horror movie with me again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's yeah. The, that's the webcam one, right? That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, where they're all on, like, Skype or something, and yeah. they all start dying one at a time. Yeah. Like, the dude making guacamole or whatever was Blender there, and it's just like... Yeah, he, he, something's going to happen with the blender. <laughs> oh, what do you know? He's driving his face or some... I can't remember his face or his throat, but yeah, mm-hmm. down on the blender. Yeah. Cool. Predictable. You know what we should do? We what? Should, at some point, we should do a... Because uh, I was just thinking about it. Like, we should do a top five like modern horror movies like within the last ten years or so. Because I know there's been a lot of bad stuff, but I feel like uh, I'm I'm really curious as to what would you would call your top five. Okay. Yeah. I not that on. Give me a time frame to work with, and I'll yeah look at what's come out in that time frame, and we'll hammer it out. Yep. Not that I would put unfriended in my top five. Fuck no. I I just remember like enjoying it in comparison to. What else? I I think I watched that around the same time I was I watched the the Gallows, which wasn't very good at all. No, Gallows was a bit of a letdown too. Yeah, like there were a couple cool shots in that movie. The some of yeah. the some of the use of like the red lighting and the shots around that was kind of cool, but like it, it didn't really go anywhere. I just thought that they were beating that found footage like first person type movie yeah. thing to death for a little while. Yeah, it's true. Blair Witch, the first Blair Witch did it well. Mm-hmm. Um, the newest Blair Witch, I didn't enjoy very much because I went and saw it in 3D. Okay. And all that shaky, handycam style footage in 3D with those glasses on. Yeah. Me and the two people I went with, all three of us had headaches when we left. Yeah. And I like I think I would have enjoyed the movie if it wasn't for that, but I kept having to like take off the glasses and look at the floor with their 3D glasses on to try and like ease my headache. Yeah. So I didn't really I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I would have enjoyed that movie more if I didn't see it in 3D. Since we're on a paranormal th- activity movies like I mean some of them were good. The later ones were kind of like, yeah. you know, same formula over and over, just rehashing it and just reheat and yeah. rinse, repeat. Um, I don't know. On, on the topic of found footage, uh, first, As Above, So Below. You ever watch that? As Above, So Below? Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed it, but at times I found it hard to follow. Yeah, I I found my biggest complaint was I went to see it when it came out in theater, and it was fucking hard to watch on the big screen. I I found I got a headache from that, but I've enjoyed it more watching it on TV at home. Yeah. And secondly, have you ever seen Grave Encounters? It sounds familiar. It's the one. It's it's a really low budget, like independent, uh, produced horror movie. Found footage. It's about a the cast and crew of a like paranormal investigation show 
that are supposed to be recording an episode in an asylum and then they actually get locked in. Yeah. That is one of my, like, it's, I think my favorite found footage horror movie and, like, my my favorite, like, underrated horror movie because I fucking love that movie. It's scary as shit. Very, awesome. Very low budget, but uh, they, they worked well with it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's clue up our second horror episode in the same way that we kind of uh, half-ass clued up our last one. Let's talk about Goosebumps. All right. Do you want to know my favorite Goosebumps episode? Well, I mean, that's the way I'm phrasing the question, but let's just kind of talk about Goosebumps and, and some of the better episodes. Do you, do you have a, a favorite you would pick? or? Um, let's see. The Haunted Mask was classic. Yes. Um, um, the Bumble Snowman of Pasadena was always a favorite of mine because as a kid, like I was young when Goosebumps came out. Yeah. And so my aunt lived in Pasadena, which is, you know, a half hour from, or like 15, 20 minutes from Corner Brook. And we used to go visit my aunt a lot. And I was too young to know the difference between like that Pasadena and Pasadena, California. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that this Goosebumps was about the town my aunt lived in. Yep. Yep. So I always used to freak out about that. And well, like I said, the haunted mask was good. Um, a title that stuck out to me was beast from the East. Nice. Um, Attack of the Mutant was probably one of my favorite ones. That was that was one super I, villain people. I wrote down just to throw in. I mean, with the amount that we talk about superheroes, I feel like we had to mention Attack of the Mutant. Yeah. Um, Night of the Living Dummy, another classic. That can't we can't not mention Night of the Living Dummy. It was classic, yeah, but it wasn't one of my favorites. I don't oh. think. What's the name of the puppet? Is it Slappy? Slappy. Slappy, there you go, yeah. I, now, did you see the Jack Black Goosebumps movie? I never watched it. I have it on DVD. I've seen it maybe three times. I mean, i got to be in certain moods to actually go out of my way to watch it, but if someone else turns it on, I'll watch it. How? I don't hate it, but it's not mind-blowing. It's mostly just nostalgia for me. How um, how was Jack Black in that? Because I'm not a big fan of his stuff. Is is he typical or? He's Jack Black. Okay. But is one it, of the is cool parts in the movie for me is um, he plays R.L. Stein. Yeah. And at one point him being R.L. Stein passes another character and they kind of just like nod and say hello to each other and it's like Mr. Stein Mr. Black and this Mr. Black who just nods and greets Mr. Stein is played by R.L. Stein of course nice so Jack Black plays Mr. Stein and R.L. Stein plays Mr. Black I thought that was kind of cool. cool. They did leave out a few of the characters from novels that I was kind of hoping to see, but a lot of them were in there. Okay. Which was cool. But uh, my favorite Goosebumps books as a kid were always the ones where it was like, choose your own adventure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be going with like 10 bookmarks, <laughs> and I'd like flip to this page and flip to that page, and I'd be like, when it would be like saying... If you do this, go to this page 24. If you do this, go to page 63. So I'd put a bookmark in there, and I'd flip to whichever one I'd choose. And so whenever there was a fork in the path, I'd almost kind of, like, save it. Yeah. 
And then when it's like, oh, you fell in the alligator tank, you died. Then I'd like go back to my bookmark and be like, okay, well, what happens if I went the other way then? <laughs> nice. And at some points you'd hit like four and five different forks. So I'd have like a bunch of bookmarks in the book and I'd be like retracing my steps backwards to try and like see if I could make it out alive. <laughs> uh, my favorite Goosebumps episode hasn't been mentioned yet is One Day at Horrorland. Nice. I've, I, and part of like, I, I really enjoyed the book and the two part episode, but I also had a, uh, a PC game. I think it came out of a cereal box and it was, uh, a sort of point and click adventure set in Horrorland and it scared the shit yeah. out of me. Nice. And I think that sort of enhanced it. Uh, and another one, I feel like, just an honorable mention got, we got to throw in here. Say Cheese and Die, starring Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, I forgot that. Yeah, it was a fun episode, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm considering going back and watching a bunch of the show. I, uh, I very legally got my hands on e-books of all the Goosebump books. I swear, completely legal certainly paid money for them uh anyway i got my my e-reader loaded up with a bunch of goosebumps i might uh i might read some of that as well just just for nostalgia's sake shit that is ryan gosling yeah it is man young as shit <laughs> ryan gosling as greg banks <laughs> there you go Now, Fuck, uh, that's even before Breaker High. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, where 1996 to <laughs> Um, I got one more thing here that I yep. threw together for fun. I figured since we're going with a lighthearted fun episode, what yep. better way to actually clue it up but with horror-themed Mad Libs? You ready for this? Yep. Uh, now this comes uh, courtesy of at DVD Netflix. I don't know if they're affiliated with Netflix, but that's their Twitter and Instagram handle. They came up with this horror-themed Mad Libs. Give credit where credit is due. Okay. Uh, James, we need an adjective. Uh, shit, I was always really bad at this. Yeah, me too. Um. <laughs> no, I mean like remembering like what nouns, verbs, adjectives, yeah, pronouns, no, all that shit. Was. No, I'm really bad at it too. I always have to ask. Adjective, uh, something ending in uh, ly or y. You know, like a an action word, uh, a descriptive word. Vigorously. Sorry. What? Vigorously. Vigorously. Yeah, like to do something with vigor. Okay, okay. Sorry, I, I think I, I think I described it wrong. <laughs> Vigorous would would be it. Yeah, it, a descriptive word. <laughs> We're both. I'm sounding like a bigger idiot than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For once. Okay, plural noun. It's an easy one. Plural noun. Yeah. Another adjective? Silently. Okay, I definitely did it wrong with the L-Y. It's just a descriptive word, like silent. Okay. Okay. Uh, plural body part? Toes. Toes? Yep. Um, part of the body? Eyebrow. 
Noun. Uh, guitar tech. <laughs> uh, need like holy shit! One, two, three, four, five more nouns. Five more nouns? Yeah, just fucking throw nouns. Babysitter. Babysitter. Um, doctor. Perfect. Got another one? Hunter. Hunter? Yep. Um, waitress. A lot of job titles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those are just the first things that are coming to mind. Okay. Yep, one more. Pilot. What? Pilot. Pilot, okay. Uh, last adjective. Two more nouns, and then we're done. Um, ballerina. Yep. Matador. Perfect. Okay. So this was sort of a, um, honestly, just a, a, a list of horror movies. So, uh... Let's read this out now. Here is a list of the most vigorous horror priests ever made in Hollywood. Each of these silent films, wow, that actually works, uh, received a rating of two toes up from Siskel and Ebert. Number one, the hunch eyebrow of Notre Guitar Tech. Number two, the babysitter of the living doctor. Number three, Hunter of Frankenstein. I want to see that. Two. Number four, Invasion of the Waitress Snatchers. Uh, that sounds like a B movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. Number five, Pilot from the Hungry Lagoon. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Uh, number six, Last Ballerina on the Left. That, sound, that sounds <laughs> ominous. Um, and number seven, The Matador of the Opera. And there you have it. That's your your horror Mad Libs here at Jedi Dropouts, courtesy of at DVD Netflix. And it turned out a lot better than I thought. Yeah, it was pretty good. There's a couple movies in there I'd I'd go see. Um, yeah. The Babysitter of the Living Doctor just sounds like someone who babysits for a doctor. I'm not sure if that would be that scary. Um. Last ballerina on the left kind of sounds like a Black Swan ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Hunter of Frankenstein, though. That sounds like a, a Van Helsing versus Frankenstein movie. I'd see that. Pirate of the Black Lagoon? Pi oh, you said pirate? Pilot. Oh, okay, yeah, I, that's what I said. Pilot from the Hungry Lagoon. Ah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I kind of see that as kind of like being snakes on a plane, but zombies. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty good. A lagoon of zombies. Still needs Sam Jackson in it, though. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's the pilot. Obviously. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was... motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. This motherfucking zombies in this motherfucking lagoon. Exactly. There we go. Well, uh, this was fun. I enjoyed this. I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, I'll get this mixed in up tomorrow, Wednesday. And then I'll be doing the Tridents and Tracers again on Thursday, hopefully. So that'll be two back-to-back -back days of uploads. We've been pretty good lately. Yeah. We've been... And I just uploaded the first hint for our $10 gift card giveaway contest yes. yesterday. Yes, you did. And I have more hints coming up in the near future. Ooh. That I will be uploading to our Facebook page via video. Is there any chance at all that your Halloween costume this year is the hunch eyebrow of Notre Guitar Tech? 
Very, very close. Very close. That's yeah. Not, sorry, that's hint number two. I thought right? you had it for a second. That's that's hint number two. <laughs> Gonna give that give that one out next week. Yeah, really though. Yeah, sorry guys. Spoiler all. I do have a second contest planned for when this one is finished. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't even know about that. I kind of just thought of it the other night. Oh yeah. You have the, yeah. You have to tell me all about it when we're when we're off the air. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that is all the time that we have for today, and that's usually something that I say to bullshit an ending, but today it, it really is all the time we have. i got to go get ready for work. Word. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, make sure you go listen to other episodes of Jedi Dropouts, the spinoffs, Tridents and Tracers, Noob Reviews, and all the fucking videos James is doing here. Uh, you can check the videos out, of course, at... Um, YouTube at, <laughs> at www.youtube.com <laughs> and then and, and then search shit. <laughs> uh, you can check out all the we'll audio. Search shit. Well, I mean, we might still pop up if you search shit. I'm, I'm gonna put that in a, like in the uh, the meta tags for <laughs> keywords you can search to find us. Shit, garbage, yep. trash, etc. I'll put etc. in there as well. Uh, but you can listen to the audio podcast, of course, at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Podbean. Yes, that, that one. Um, yep. And if you want, I mean, just stalk us, as mentioned in a previous episode, and when we go to record, just stand outside our windows, and then you can hear it for, well, it's free anyway, but you can hear it early. Uh, I mean, you don't have to wait till tomorrow. You could you could just stand outside my window and hear it here. For shizzle. Yeah. Um. That's it for today. Uh, I already said thanks for listening, so f- double thanks. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week with another horror episode, and uh, thank you for dropping by. And something something drop out. Something, something, something. I didn't think of a, a word to come after the, the somethings. In the wise words of Mr. Meeseeks, <laughs> existence is pain. Exactly. Later. Peace.